Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents Tales of Meridian, Episode 8, The Night of Nightmares. Hello everyone, I'm Alex, and if I'm talking, it means I'm back in the GMC, and so welcome back to Tales of Meridian. So, before we continue, let's just go around the table quickly and introduce everyone once again. Let's, with such a wonderful smile on his face, let's start with Matt. I'm Matt, I'm playing Alnya Irons, um, she is a bard, um, she's feisty, she has a appetite for music and has been known to be somewhat forward. Um, and we'll leave it at that. What a forward person she is. Uh, let's move on to Caitlin. Hi, I'm Caitlin, I guess. I don't know who I am. Who is anyone? Why are we here? What is the meaning of life? I play Nathaniel Aegis, the Azamar ranger, best boy, mainly just kind of, he's physically present and is just kind of like, why am I here? Why does anything matter? Can I go home? 42. Let's go to, over to Chad next. Hello, I'm Chad, and today I will be playing everyone's favorite Earth Ganassi rogue, Amadeus Bolazzo Kamata. And he is looking great in a fine suit, and is here to help you people out. And lastly, over to the other Ganassi, Kerry. I like how I'm just boxed in with other. But hello. I'm Kerry, and I will be playing Azrael, the Air Ganassi, also occasionally known as Sass Child. But I'm not sure if that's just talking between myself and Caitlin. And their adorable fake companion, Cicero. That's it. That's what you get in. Wonderful duo they are, indeed. So, last time in Tales of Meridian, um, as the group went to gather information on... The supposed dealings Mayor Alakir had in an outside of town. The group split off into pairs. Nathaniel and Azriel went to check a warehouse for information. Anya and Amadeus went to check the Gentleman's Club. So after some property damage, some arson, and Anya almost getting arrested, some evidence was found. But later that evening, Amadeus, Azriel, and assisted by assisted by their contractor's companion, Edmund, went to deliver this information to 
to not only the person who was going to write up this article to frame Alakir forty had done, but finish the contract once and for all. To their misfortune, Alakir was there in waiting for him, as he took out his own assistant and stole the information that the crew had gathered. After once reuniting with everyone, Nathaniel and Anya went to investigate Alakir's house, while Amadeus and Azriel reported back to Adam. After a brief discussion in working out what Alakir was up to, Azriel, Amadeus and Edmund went to join the other two, with the promise of either trying to capture, or if it comes to it, kill Alakir. But while they were making their way downtown, walking around, faces past because they're not quite homebound, and I was going to say Amadeus then again. Anya and Nathaniel broke into his house. Anya tried to blow the doors off, and Nathaniel went charging through the window. And after having a peek around the house, Anya finding a weird ring sat in a um, cupboard with some kind of magical aura about it. And the other two eventually catching up. They all found a secret corridor inside the house where Nathaniel and Anya confronted a an elven man in dark but very posh robes. After a brief conversation with him they learned that not only are the missing people now deceased uh, Alakir's Alakir's idea and his invention related to these missing people is to do with not only the ability to gain innate magic but the ability to grant extended life and on top of that to finish it all off he also, the elf also re revealed that Alakir had a home hidden in the forest just behind the very house they're in. Once this information was revealed, Cicero, seeming to know who this elf was, was given a ring to give to Azriel. But as, as Anya, Nathaniel, and Cicero rejoined the rest of the group upstairs, we continue from that point. So as it gets as it gets later in the evening and the rain gets heavier from the storm approaching the city. The five of you find yourself in the office of what has been revealed to be a a false home. A home to actually hide Alakir's actual whereabouts. But you find yourself upstairs is but you find yourself in this room as Anya and Nathaniel join you upstairs again in Cicero right behind them as he jumps onto your um, shoulder, Azriel, seeming to have a ring in his mouth. 
as he looks at you quite excitedly. Is that the ring? He just, as you look at him, he he like nudges your hand expectantly and drops it in your hand. It's quite a pretty silver ring. Uh, what languages do you speak? Common, Halfling, Sylvan, and Celestial. In Sylvan, you can read the word safeguard written on the ring. Does it look like it's actually going to fit me, or is it too big? So it'll fit you. Alright, I'll put it on then. As you put it on, nothing seems to happen. You, you feel like some kind of magic tingle travel free for a second but after that you're not really sure what's different well if nothing happens then then I probably won't investigate it anymore for the minute we're all in the same room together right yes that's correct what I've seen Cicero give the ring to Azrael that's correct, yes. I do not mean to pry, and I know that we have not known each other long, but I must ask, is it common for your sister to bring you items such as these? If you mean shiny things, yes. I more meant along the lines of a magical item. While I am not myself inclined to that sort of thing, Working in the industry I do, I have come across many throughout my days, and I can tell this is not a normal ring. Mm. Not really. We don't really go anywhere for this to happen. And you are not at all concerned. You just slid it right onto your finger without a second thought. Eh, it'll either kill me or make me stronger. I admire your tenacity. Nathaniel's snickering. Well, I suppose it is now time for us to deal with the issues at hand. We are now going to be wanted for murder, and we must deal with that. You, uh... You see Anya at this point pull the ring out of her pocket she found earlier. Huh. I, uh... I guess then, when in Rome, and... And it puts her ring, ring on it she found earlier. What is Rome? <laughs> well, it, 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 it's in a ballad I heard once. Did anything happen when I put the ring on? At this point, the Power Ranger theme starts playing, and Annie turns into a Power Ranger before your very eyes. Can be arranged, Alex. Can be arranged. Go Power I, Rangers. I open fire. Okay. Does anything happen? Have a short bow for this very reason. I will forget you. Roll me a D one hundred, please. A D hundred. Oh God, it's wild magic. Okay. Okay. So roll in the percentile. You turn into a potted plant. Fifty-four. What number? Sorry. Fifty-four. 54, okay. Um, at this point, the information's imprinted in your head as you find the Ring of Many Disguises. Oh, I will ask I'll ask you, if you put it on, it works once a day, 
I will ask you to roll a d100. There's... For every ten numbers, there is a one disguise. So ten disguises total. And before your very eyes, you watch is... And you transforms into a six foot six half orc man with receding gray hair and big, like, in your face yellow teeth, tusks as they grow out, and huge rippling muscles. That explains attractive. Uh, well, well, thank you, Nathaniel. Um, I didn't know you were interested. I'm not. You should look in a mirror. Is there one to hand? Uh, you look over at the bar where you see a mirror and you see this very elderly hunkin' half-orc. That I is can't... obviously once where you stood. Seeing it in the mirror, I, I turn around thinking it behind me. Literally, and I throw my dagger towards well, the wall, thinking it behind, thinking behind me. Did nobody teach you how mirrors work? In my wait, that's me. Also, did you not notice you're like six foot six now? Is it the illusion of I actually transformed into Alex? Um, no, your height is still at your normal height. Like your eyeline is still at your normal mm. eyeline. But looking in this mirror, you see yourself as a six foot six half orc. Hmm. That's what I was going off of. Yeah. Um. At uh, okay then, we will uh, we'll, we'll take this off and we'll put this back in Mister Pocket. Okay. As you put it in as you put it in your pocket. You're still a half orc because the effects, while they can't be counterspelled or dispelled, they do last for ten minutes once the spe once the ring is applied. Okay, so for ten minutes. So you're aware for the next so. You suddenly feel a um, countdown in your head. Is you will be like this for the next ten minutes. Okay, but that's good to know. Thank you very much. Okay, well at least this is this is something then. This is something. But to Amadeus has a has a point. Um, we probably shouldn't stick around here. Well, he. The person who's apparently accused us of murder is currently hiding in a hidden property in the woods back there. So I don't should... know how far his... I don't know whether he spread the word yet. Well, we could try killing him now. I say we're treating my dagger from the wall. I mean, this is your home, as it were. Do you... If you wish to be able to stay here and to come back and visit and things, then we need to deal with him. I can leave town, that's no sweat off my back, but this is your home, so. He's addressing that at Azriel as well. Edmund does step forward at this point as he now finally gets over watching the horrific transformation of what Anya is currently. And does pipe up a little bit. Before the three of us left Adams to join you, obviously, well, we do, well, getting him's an option, and we do need to find this evidence, otherwise, 
will be done for killing the mayor as well, which wouldn't go down great. Anglin said if we could try and capture the mayor on top of it, rather than killing him, things would go a bit smoother. But he also said he understands if we have to kill him, then that is what it is. As long as we can have the as long as we can find what Alakir's done with the evidence, then whatever happens happens. He will be guilty either way. I would like to come back here for sure. If we got a chance to kill him, we should probably do it now. I sound way too bloodthirsty, I think, for a, for a horny bard. Veranya is whatever flights on his boat, I guess. Well then, it seems that our path is set. We are to head into the forest, and we are to find the mayor ourselves. To prove our own innocence, and hopefully bring the mayor back with us. As Amadeus pours himself a glass of scotch, and it's kind of just waiting at the bar here. There are some really expensive drinks here. Oh, Scotch included. Uh, Amadeus saw that. I would suggest that the two of you maybe practice a bit more caution with placing magical items on your hands or persons, though. You never know what you may find in these lands. Yeah, that's true. I appreciate the Mikanda. Thank you. Um. Well, I'm going in the woods. Come along. Yes, let us make post haste. Anya, Anya, um, in, like, moves her, step back, puts her arm out. Ah, oh, she has her arm. Does my voice like a half walk with it still to sound the same? No, you sound, you have this, like, deep, rippling voice, like you just got hit by the puberty train. Okay, cool. Okay. So, you, so the, vo the voice works with it then. Cool. If, if, Mar if Marvel or, um, like Michael Bay's Transformers could recast Megatron or um, Thanos, they would have casted this half orc. Okay, noted. Appreciated. And you will then follow um, Azrael. So, just so I know, which as you guys head outside and start heading around the back of the property, which order are we going in? I'm more, I'm more interested in the front and the back, but I am intrigued to know the order. Front, I'd say, is Nathaniel because kind of tracking people through various woodlands and things is kind of his entire deal. Uh, Amadeus is probably second. He wouldn't have lost footing after they left, and I feel like Nathaniel left first, and Amadeus would have followed. And who's after them? Um, Anya will be behind Azrael, so I guess that means Anya would be at the back. Do you either Edmund can go at the back or you can? Oh, I would be I'd be the back out of us four. We want we would put Edmund as your prerogative. Okay, so as time passes on, um you feel this weird like fatigue of energy quickly, Anya, is you look at your hands and you see that they become human again. Is you guys just about reached the end of this forest path and 
in the bottom of this hill, Nathaniel, which you're in the lead, you see this big gated manor with a um, guard in regular town armor, but the um, the imprints of the um, town flag have been removed from it. Is it's just like a plain silver armor? Is he stands by the gate with his weapon at his side? Nathaniel kind of raises an arm and brings the procession to a halt and just kind of gestures wordlessly at the guard. Hmm. Anya casts message to Nathaniel. Ah. Like, I could deal with that. By deal with that, do you mean put him to sleep? You want me to knock I can him do out? That, Are yeah. you going to thrust your bosom at him? I can do either, or I was I was going to suggest sleep, but I was going to suggest some non-lethal method because yes, I was going to suggest casting sleep. Yes, he's just doing his job. Yeah, I was going to suggest casting sleep, so he's you know removed from me from it from now. Sort of thing. Well, how about it, my lady? Uh, how close do I need to be? 90 feet, isn't it? Yeah. Have I been 90 feet? More or less. You, you'd have to go to the front of the group, but yeah, you could make. I, I will, I will make my way to the front of the group carefully, and I will swing my look round, and I will start quietly strumming, and cast sleep on guard. I would like to step away from Anya as she's strumming a lute, because that attracts noise, and I don't want to be but here. You have to, but I have to cast, I have to use my music with I cast. know, I just don't want to be here. I will, I will, will walk towards him as, 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 I am, as I am doing it. I'm walking away from you guys. My name's Anya, and I'm gonna do I won't, I won't make you roll because obviously you are in the middle of a storm, so I'm not going to make you roll for stealth. As you do walk closer to him, the guard will see you, but it takes effect, so roll, fight, roll. I don't know what I'll be casting at, actually, but. Uh, uh, I'm going to do it at first level. First level, yeah. First level. Okay. That's uh, 5d8, isn't it? Yes, yes, that is correct. Okay. Don Jacob Jinkelheimer Schmidt. Don't roll five ones. Or you can do. Because it could be funny. If we're really <laughs> fucked. 20. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you. As you start walking down, playing your loop, because it's a much nicer word. And, easier for the viewers and just drumming as you walk down playing your um loop the guy looks up oi oi uh, uh, I don't want to go to school as you watch him collapse down onto the ground I message back only got a minute guys move I just kind of gesture I'm like, let's go just I put my loop back on my back and uh, push the gate open. I drag the guard out of you. <laughs> to be fair, stronger than me, probably. I will take the time to quickly tie the guard up and gag them. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Bane the Dark all over again. Just sat on Once. him whilst Amadeus ties him up. Once tied up, fast asleep, and in a bush next to the house, um, you all sneak through the gate. Um, as you walk in, you see this really beautiful front garden with um, hedges either side and a fountain directly in front of you which gives you a hiding place as you can see two guards seeming to be walking up and down this um, lawn how many guards? just just one either side walking up and down this lawn in like mm. parallel paths no, I uh, can I uh, make an investigation check to see if there is like any kind of like magical surveillance or anything like that? Are we besides these two guards? Is there anything else watching this area? Okay, go ahead and make me an investigation check. Disadvantage. You say disadvantage. That is correct. Oh, didn't matter because I was two fifteens on the die. Uh, so that is a twenty-two. So, at a glance, of the house—it's quite old-fashioned. So, nothing sticks out in particular. You can see the two guards walking parallel down the pathway. Who chances one of them would spot you walking down if you went straight down the pathway, but. You don't see any kind of magical security here. It's pretty clear as properties of this age go. Can I look to see if there's any bushes or things we could sneak through? Or that... As mentioned, there are like a few bushes going up and up the pathway. So there's definitely like segments to hide. Okay. Uh, one last thing with that investigation check. Are there any, like, alarms? Well, that you can see. Okay. Hmm. I'll turn to the other four. I believe that our only... Our first problem and only problem at this time is getting by these two immediately. Once again, I do believe that a non-lethal approach is our best venture. I do not believe these men are doing anything in hostility. They are just, you know, as Nathaniel said, doing their jobs. What about distraction? Rather than anything else? Create some noise or something? Well, the only problem is if we send them out of the gate, they will begin to investigate and find their unconscious friend. Doesn't have to be in here, maybe. Sorry, after you, Nathaniel. Going on Anya's idea, there's two of them kind of patrolling back and forth. Send both of them one of the way, we go the other way. Hmm. I mean, I can yeet a rock into something if we want. Well, to get them both to go check at once, it will have to be something that draws their ire or attention. I do not believe a simple rock hitting something will draw both guards at once. That's what I hit. 
Do any of you have any means of making a magical noise or another such thing? Really, um, I mean, I know a few noise-making spells, but they're all going to be not what we want, put that way. I can make something glow. Hmm. That that could that could work. Um And I can like I've got this thing which which is like I, I got taught it by my mom by my by my dad, it's called Mage Hand. And it can hold something in the air, so maybe a combination of glowing things I mean glow and me holding it in in the in the uh, in the in the air would work. Uh, Amadeus will look at Azrael. Your creature Cicero is pretty quick, are they not? Yes. Do you think that they could evade two guards to give us a moment to sneak into the building? I know that if I saw a creature as beautiful as that, I would be quite distracted. I think that's more up to the DM whether or not that can happen. It's entirely up to you. I mean, it's your decision. That's he it. responds to your commands. Yeah. He is quite a pretty boy. I'll send Cicero off to do as he's told. Okay, so you're sending him off to distract? Mm-hmm. Okay, is he, is he unique enough that as he starts to fly around to one guard, he's like, Oi, Gus, come look at this. What the fuck is that? Oh, I think that's one of them space monkeys. That's what they're on about. Quite beautiful. We got, we got a net. I thought I would love that. And as they seem to talk back and forth, Cicero just stay, stay out of their reach. The path to the right-hand side does clear up. No. I believe this is our chance. Time for us to move. And now okay. we'll head down the right path. Okay, just make me... If you're all following, make me a stealth check at, at advantage, please. Self at advantage. These dice usually. Uh, that is a 22. 17. That's fine. 21. That's fine. I'm on the low, 22 on the high. Thank God. That is also fine in Edmund. I'm a big boy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um. As the um, lot of you sneak round to the front door that's like hidden in a shadowy porch, as you are, you look back to see Cicero just still sort of stuck, floating out of their reaches. You can see the um, bigger, t taller of the guards trying to like jump up and grab him, but Cicero just pops up and down in the air. So every time he like jumps up to grab Cicero, Cicero just flutters up higher before going back down. Are you... what do you want to do with him? Because as I said, he responds to your commands telepathically and he's still within a hundred feet. So he would still be able to hear you. 
Well, he's been given the order to distract them, so... So you want to keep him out here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so you find yourself at the front door in this, um... Pretty well hidden by the stone porch way, so... What do you want to do? Uh, I would like to check the door right away to see if it's A, either locked or B, trapped in any way. Door doesn't seem trapped, but it is locked. As you turn the handle and it stops halfway. Uh, I would like to quickly try and pick the lock then. Okay, make me a feet stool check, please. That's not, that's not as good. Uh, that is only a 10. You just, you feel a slight, you feel a slight giving your tool, so you quickly pull them out before you snap them. I, uh, I apologize. I am, as some would say, out of practice. I have not done that in a long time. How loud is the storm? It's pretty loud. The the thunder and lightning is just starting to roll over in the past half hour, so it's pretty noisy, really. Can I time a, like a well-placed shoulder barge with the thunder? Alright. Uh, maybe a nature check, as I feel. I feel like that fit would fit time in the storm. Boy, that is 19. 19. As you, like, just loosen your shoulder and get ready to charge, you hear the thunder, give it a second, and then charge at the door. And as you hear a bang and a flash of white light appears around you, sort of blinding you all for a second, bang, the door just swings open. After you. No, no, no. I insist. After <laughs> you. He's got a cheeky grin from Nathaniel and he ducks through the doorway. And you'll follow. Amadeus will wait for Azrael. And Azrael will go in then. Uh, as they're coming by, uh, Amadeus will thank you for the use of Cicero. Uh, for the help uh, you could probably send them away and or have them find a way to get back to us if you wish once again though thank you for use of them thank you enjoy sir attention is always nice that's right we'll just keep moving uh, Amadeus will try and reset the door or behind them like close the door as best he can Make it look like nothing's happened. <laughs> As the last of you and Glenn Edmund head through the door, you do close over the door. It's it looks pretty busted as only the top seems to lock back in, but the door looks closed enough. If the wind gets heavy enough, the door might swing open, but other than that, it looks closed. Especially with the way the weather is. We're just going for aesthetics here, folks. We're not we're not going for functionality. It's working so far. 
But yeah, as you close over the door, you join the others in this large hallway. Is um, you find yourself in quite a beautiful hallway that's unlit and shrouded in the dark. Um, you see inside this big hallway, you find a staircase right in the middle that goes up onto the um, banister and along two corridors upstairs but on the ground floor you see a um room off to on the left wall a room on the right wall and a doorway on the um right hand side of the stairs as if you walk straight past the stairs hidden in that corner of the wall in front of you is another doorway what time of day is it again is pro- probably pretty close to midnight at this point. And uh, how long ago was it that we saw the uh, said mayor? About two hours ago. With the uh, way it t- t- with the time it takes to cross, it's a big city, so it probably about two hours ago. Maybe uh, a little well, bit longer. So he's not in bed then. He's not sleeping, probably, yet. Uh, Amadeus, uh, quietly. Well, though I do not think it is probably safest, our fastest option would be to split up and search as many of these rooms as possible, as quick as possible. Well, bad shout. Who... Is there a staircase? There? The staircase right in front of you. Okay. Who wants to go upstairs? Who wants to go downstairs? Yeah. Azrael starts walking upstairs. Yeah. I follow. I follow Azrael. Right. If you two are guys, Amadeus, would you accompany me downstairs? Didn't you just say there's three doors on this, like, main floor? Yeah. There's a door to your right, a door to your left, and um, to the side of the staircase on... On the right-hand side of the staircase, on the wall in front of you, is another doorway. Uh, Amadeus will turn to Anya. I believe it's best we try and check all of these rooms as quick as possible. But Nathaniel, if you would be so kind to take one as well, I will... Get the room by the steps. And Amadeus, uh, drawing his pistol, will quietly head towards the uh, door by the stairs. Didn't the final just go upstairs with Yeah, Ad- I, I've, I've left. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean uh, Edmund, or whoever the fifth uh, Edmund. I didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Daniel's like upstairs. It's, it's like, new characters oh. and new names. I'm sorry. I misplaced <laughs> which character I was talking about. I, I keep trying to accidentally say the old main character names all the time these last few sessions that I've done. It's a nightmare. Okay. So if you'll take one by the stairs, I'll take one on the right now then. And I will I will have my dagger out, just in case. I'll peek around the door. Alright, and I'll take one to the left. Let's try it and not take too long. Okay. Let's Caitlin and Chad, 
Actually, Caitlin and Matt. Both roll me a d20 see who gets the highest, then that will decide whether we go upstairs or downstairs first. Three. Eighteen. Yeah, okay. So we're going upstairs first. Um, Nathaniel and Azriel, as those two are talking, as those, sorry, names and everything is still confusing me as well. As the three of them are talking downstairs, the two of you head up the stairs. You find yourself a pathway to the left and a pathway to the right. That seems to go down the hall, either side, so... What do you want to do? Go this way, and then go left. <laughs> Nathaniel's going to follow Azriel because he's all for the sake of expediency, but also if one of us gets jumped, it's also Sass Child. Sass Child is on a leash. Protect the Sass Child. Sass Child and Weird Uncle, we've established this. Y'all ever seen that shit post template where you got like the hyper small one on the lead and the really tired tall one holding the lead? That's kind of the aesthetic we've suddenly got. <laughs> um, so as the two of you make it down this pathway, you find yourself in front of a door. Pretty pretty shaded down here, is there aren't any windows down this corridor? And as mentioned, none of the um, candles are lit, so it's pretty much this entire hallway is just shrouded in darkness as you approach these um, pair of twin doors. Well, this is ominous. I will listen at the door. As you put your ear to the door and listen, just silence. There is no noise other than the weather outside. Then I will open the door very slowly. What the fuck is that noise? As you put your hand on the door, all you hear is... Silence. Love it. I hear nothing because <laughs> Zoom blocks it out. Fuck you, Zoom. I'll add sound effects later as the door creaks really loudly. Yes. <laughs> Gotta get the higher pitch, man. There you go. <laughs> you find yourself in a beautiful library. But it's empty in here. Other than a cat who just, who was asleep on a um, armchair, just ears perk up and they just sit up and stare at you. I offer the cat my hand. The cat does what a lot of cats does. It looks at you, just sort of looks at your hand and rubs itself against your hand before just latching on with its teeth. I just... Nathaniel just smirks, because this is normal for him. Hey, Azriel, wanna pet the cat whilst it's trying to eat me? Azriel will pet the cat. 
You've got a friend in the cat, apparently. Is The cat seems to like the both of you. Is It stops um, biting Nathaniel and just accepts its scritches. Hmm. See? I'm not big and scary. I'll give you that sceptical look. Nathaniel's a softy when it comes to animals and people he likes. He just doesn't like you. So, as this continues on for a few more seconds and the cat seems to just, like, settle back into her, um, comfy position and closes her eyes, what do you guys want to do? Is there anything obviously incriminating in plain sight? Are there any drawers? Um, there's one on the, um... There's one on the nightstand next to the armchair that the cat's sleeping on, but other than that, it's just shelves of books. I will open the drawer and look for levers. Wrong lever! <laughs> and as you open it, there are no levers, there are just cigars and a lighter and a couple other bits. Azrael will take the cigars. <laughs> Azrael, no. <laughs> Azrael, yes. Let me see what you have. A cigar! Cigar! Oh. <laughs> you add some Goldenwood cigars to your uh, inventory. I mean, Azrael doesn't particularly care what type they are. Only that there are cigars. And they could make money from them. Nathaniel's <laughs> looking at Azrael like, you better sell those and not smoke those. Azrael puts one in their mouth just for show. <laughs> Hands on hips. Disappointed, Dad. Oh yeah, Azrael's absolutely walking around with one unlit cigar in her mouth. <laughs> That's such a gangster thing, and it's so correct. <laughs> hey, I'm a five foot two, five two, I think, five three. I'm a small gangster. You are oh. a tiny gangster. Ooh, five four, taller than I thought. Looks one foot down. I mean, if there's nothing else in here, we'll go check out the other way. And leave the cat to his nap. That just curls back up and continues to nap in the stormy evening. You guys make your way out of the um, library and down the corridor opposite of you. And as you approach the door, what do you want to do? I will listen at the door this time. We take it in turns. Once again, you'll map the silence. Mm. Spooky. <laughs> uh, for the benefit of the team, I just look up and Carrie's got... <laughs> A pen in their mouth like a big cigarette. I don't have any prop cigars. <laughs> Why not? I mean, I'll try the door. Is it locked? It is locked, yes. Is you put your hand on the door and it does not budge. Kind of look at Azrael, I'm like, are you any good at picking locks? 
Never tried it before? Shifty Eyes says I've totally tried it before. <laughs> Raised eyebrow. Well, I mean... Let's... Let's see if I've still got the old... Magic touch. I'm gonna try and pick the lock. I'm good at sleight of hand. Like, I am... A dexterous beam. I just don't have professional tools. Um, so make me. So do you have thieves tools then, or? No, I do not. Okay. Make me a. Um, roll me a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. That I can. Hey, my dice are here for once. Uh, plus three, sixteen total. Sixteen. Okay. Um, takes about without the tools. It takes about two, three minutes, but you do eventually hear the unlock um, give, and like a, it collapse inside the lock is the door does swing open, revealing a dimly lit office by a single candle on the desk. And this is why you keep the weird teeth and claws of various beasts you come across. They make great rudimentary lockpicks. <laughs> Office. This is where I hide all my shameful secrets. You have shameful secrets? Well, I have two older sisters. Ah. I have no siblings, so I don't really know what I'm adding about. Yeah, it's basically the same kind of vibe as hiding something from your grandma. Always finds out. I know. <laughs> as in, I know they always find out, not that I know your grandma. Oh, I'm getting confused. Let's just search the office. <laughs> Let's search. Uh, make both make me investigation checks, please. Well, I'm just doing our oh best gosh. CSI impression. <laughs> uh, twelve plus six, eighteen. <laughs> uh, fifteen on my end. Fifteen. Okay. Um, as you look around um nothing seems too obvious it's like the office has been cleared but then as real as you start looking near the windowsill and you put your foot down on the um floorboard you it feels like the floorboard underneath your right foot is slightly loose like you feel pressure underneath it is you put your foot against it Sorry, was that Azrael and Nathaniel? I got distracted by the chat. <laughs> Azrael. Ah, okay. Hmm. I put more pressure on it. See if I can make it move more. Yep. You, you. At this point, Nathaniel, you can also see what Azrael's doing. As you see, this um floorboard move under their foot. 
loose floorboard or are you just dancing? Bit of both. Fair. You are uh, I mean, this. I have noodle arts. I kind of pull a dagger and I just try and leave with the board up. As you um, pop the board, um, underneath you find a suitcase under the floor. Let's remove the suitcase from the hole. Excavate the suitcase. This is a weird looking dinosaur. <laughs> Exhume the suitcase? Oh. <laughs> Check the suitcase for corpses. <laughs> oh no. Uh, you open the suitcase and you do find the corpse of Reed in there. Who's this? Uh, <laughs> as you, no big loss. <laughs> as you put the suitcase down and open it up, you find... You find the usual things that you would expect to find in the suitcase. Clothes, you find a tiny coin sack. Um, at the, what do you say? Sorry. I said pants when you said clothes. <laughs> um, and as you move the clothes out, um, you find a um, sealed document underneath all of it, right at the bottom of the suitcase. Nick, unseal. I will take any coins like that I can find. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say to you on the money. Yes. Okay, um, in the coin pouch you do find um, two silver and four gold. Okay. With that, um, Nathaniel, as you um, look over what the paperwork is, you do find the evidence that you had previously with um, the recipe in the um, people who have disappeared and other documents. This is what you had beforehand that was apparently taken by Alakir when Azriel and Amadeus went to deliver it. Uh huh. I kind of wave at Azriel as if to say, gotcha. And I'm going to slide it in my back, slide it in my backpack underneath stuff so he can't just go, haha. Or he'll get his socks if he does that. Shoot. Pop it into your backpack. What do you two want to do? Anything else of note in here? Not really. It's It's been pretty cleared out of the office. Probably go find the others. Okay, so as we, as you guys start to head out the office, we fast forward downstairs. Uh, let's see, Nathaniel took the left door, so he's doing off doing his thing. Um, ladies first, let's follow Anya. Uh, Anya, mm -hmm. as you, um, you walk to the right door you find yourself in a beautiful lounge diner I would have pulled her um 
hood up, so it's over her head a, a little bit more. Just not gonna make much difference in here, but it just makes her feel a bit safer. And she will, and peering around the door, she'll look around and see what she can see inside this room exactly. Uh, you. It's surprisingly cleared out in here. Did you. Can you hear that vibrating sound or. Did nope. Audio not pick that up. No, can't hear it at all. I like how we say we're going to be recorded, then proceeds to drill a fucking hole in the wall, apparently. God, people are so fucking rude. Okay. Um, as you look round in this surprisingly empty room, you see everything's basically cleared, dried, empty, and packed away. Is nothing stands to note other than the path seeming to um, veer off the left-hand side. That's covered by the um, wall. So, what's down there is out of sight at the moment. Okay, so the room itself is pretty much just empty of everything like packed packed away. So he's being used for storage, if it feels more like. Well, no, it's a lounge diner, but other than like furniture and other than the furniture, this room's empty. Okay. Um. So there's no um. Is there any like cupboards or anything in here? You know, no drawers, desks, etc. You can see, um, you can see a cupboard against the, um, furthest wall to, in front of you, where the, um, fireplace is and a window above it, facing out into the forest. But just to the right-hand side of it, you can see a, um, cupboard. I will check the cupboard, and then I have plans. So is there uh, anything in the cupboard? As I say. Uh, once you head over there and open up the cupboards, um you find you don't find much. You find a couple bits of paperwork and as you open them up and look in, it's mostly just um plain old documents of things going on in the town like um, monthly updates and a document for the um, reconstruction of the previously attacked upper upperclassmen's club known as the Phoenix which obviously as you know as you continue reading down it has um, now technically yesterday but what was previously this morning's date on it said it was burnt down and the um and they are unknown of the suspect and also they found the um corpse of a guard just to the left hand side of the um upperclassmen's club that apparently appeared to have died from a head injury one when collapsing to the ground says they are unsure of who caused this but judging by Pre, but judging by their prior investigation, while the um, investigation of the um, house was going on, they believe some magic was involved. 
Is that on a separate sheet of paper? Oh no, that's at the bottom of the. Uh, that's at the last like paragraph of the document. Okay, I'm going to remove a bottom half, remove a bottom paragraph by ripping it in half and putting it in her. <laughs> Definitely, and then, but we'll take the document with her. So let me get this straight: you, you rip the government document in half and then take the whole document. Yeah. Okay. Because that way, when I shot the document to everybody else, they don't see the potential death of somebody that ran you kill by accident. Okay, add that document to your bag. I have and done. As you, it is quite the last. It is quite interesting that the. I find quite interesting that this document is here, given how cleared out it is. That it is still here, so that makes me quite suspicious. And as you check that document, look at the last one. It is a repair bill and an estimated time frame for the um, a new building to be new gentleman's club to be put up in place of the original Phoenix, which comes to a total of one hundred twenty thousand gold plus building materials, which comes to twenty five thousand gold, and. Um, removal of the burned down contents which comes to 10,000 gold and the worksmanship which comes to 15,000 gold okay so, so yeah assuming Amadeus was the last your last companion in there and now you found a note saying that the property actually burnt down this afternoon so 170, 170 grand that's going to cost all in Nice. Yeah, 170,000 gold it's going to cost them to repair the damage caused. I actually sort of smiled out because Gentleman's Club is like that. Um, is uh, very much a thing of the past. So I'm just I'm just quite pleased about that. Um, she will take all that document with her because it's quite it's quite useful to have that information to hand. You never know what can be used down the line. Um, you will now check to see if a window can open. It cannot. It so cannot open. A fixed window. Okay, that's important though. She will then check to see the check the fireplace to see if it is a working fireplace or if it is just an affectation. Um, it's a no, obviously, but it is warm. Okay, so the fire's just gone out then. Can I tell how long the flame, the fire's been out for? No, you, you're not. And you're not that switched on when it comes to that sort of thing. Okay, okay, but it's warm. It's warm enough, so probably within the last hour, I would probably say. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's as far as you know, it's warm enough that it was someone Someone's still been here, could be here. Someone's been here this evening. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, I um Anya, is there anywhere else around this room worth looking at, really, or is it just a case of? Yes, mentioned there was a. There, you, as you look over to the left, you do see another doorway. Okay, I will go to the door and I will check the handle because I was pay, paying attention to Amadeus earlier to check for trap. Nothing goes off. And the door handle is unlocked. Okay. Is there a keyhole? 
because it's an internal door. So no, there's no keyhole mm. to this specific yeah, door. Sometimes there is. Sometimes it's. Sometimes it's. Oh, yes, I'm aware. But as as mentioned, yeah. to this no. specific door, it's not. Don't ask, don't get. Um, okay, then I will. Uh, I will. I will use mage hand to open it carefully, whilst so I, I can be so just so I'm not leaning forward like that sort of thing through the door. As you open the door. Meanwhile, Amadeus, as you walk up to this door, you turn the handle and open it up and peek inside, you find yourself in the kitchen. Uh, I will step into the kitchen and uh, search around, see if there's Really what I'm looking for in the kitchen is to see if there's any, like, exits or if there's anyone here or any sign of someone being here recently. Okay. Make me an investigation check. Uh, 19. Uh, that, oh, crap. See? None of my dice go away. Uh, that is still, though, a 12. 12. Okay. Um, nothing's stand out. No one, it doesn't seem like anyone has been working in here recently. Everything's packed away nicely, and there's no warmth in here, as it is pretty much freezing cold from the um, stone tile walls and flooring. Uh, you do see a um, back door that seems to like lead into a um, room. Uh, but still common no but common knowledge given your upbringing in where you live you would know that's probably just a um dry store for food off the, at a guess anyway that's what it could very well be uh do i see any like uh servant entrances or anything like that that would lead to like maybe the you know some back hallways or anything like that that the like maids and such would use there does appear to be a door right at the back that appears to go into the back garden of this property um, as you like pick it, put your head to the glass and scan the um, garden around you it's obviously this obviously seems must seem like a more incognito property to the one up by the um, main um, town because the other one was a lot more detailed. It had a lot more going on. It had a lot more guest like it had a lot more guest rooms. It had a lot more working stations for um, staff and servants. But this one just seems very bare bones minimum. Uh, looking into the back garden, uh, is there any, like, servants' quarters or anything like that? Is there any, like, other structures out in the back? Uh, you do see a gazebo, but that's it. And it doesn't look like there's anyone out in the back garden? It's hard to tell with the, um, heavy rain and everything, but it looks pretty dead out there. Cool. Uh, Amadeus will mark this down as a exit strategy if need be, um, but otherwise would quietly make his way back into, I 
probably give one more quick glance around the kitchen just to make sure there's not anything obvious he's missing. But besides that, we just head back out into the main hall to meet back up with the rest of the party. As you um, head out and walk into this area, you can see um, Nathaniel and Azriel walking down the stairs, and you can see Edmund walking in from the um, left-hand side. Is the four of you seem to meet right in the middle. Just a bedroom in that side. Just the kitchen, but I did find a back door in case we need to exit quickly. We found his getaway suitcase and the documents. Hmm. That is... Okay. Mildly concerning. Did you, anyone see any sign of the mayor himself? I mean, it's cats here. If his getaway bag was packed and he is not in his bed sleeping, it begs the question, where is he? Well, if he's not here, then there's not really anything we can do. And we have the evidence now, so... But if the evidence is here, we know he must have been here recently. We pretty much came directly after him, and he took the evidence from myself and Azriel. Not more than a few hours ago. Again, people... How did he get away from you? Did he run? get on a horse he had, he had teleportation it only teleported him right out the window no more than 30 feet from us but he managed by doing that he managed to instantly put himself outside when we were still upstairs well at least he's not capable of portals that would just give me a headache No, not to our knowledge, which is why I believe he must be close at hand. Plus, his guards are... all three of them were out patrolling. I wouldn't assume they would be on actual full-on patrol if the house was not occupied. Well, where's Anya? That is a good question. She went through that door over there. I pause to see if I hear anyone screaming. <laughs> I do not. Hmm. Well, I'm going to ask the question. Is his capture a necessity or are these documents the necessity? The documents are the necessity from what Adam said. Capture would be the big bonus on top. Killing him would be solving the main problem. Well, 
you guys are welcome to if Anya doesn't come back in the next few minutes you're welcome to search further around for him but objectives have to take priority and getting these out of here and away from where he was seen last is probably the better option than stabbing in the dark Yes, I I do understand and I do agree the safe route would be that. I do only worry that even with the documents, it will be our world versus the mayor's world. And while we have the side of honesty and truth on ours, he will have the side of power and the government working for him. Well, you mainlanders and your bloody politics yes it is a broken system but it is the system that we have so we must work within it the system you brought I'm just gonna wait for Nathaniel's gonna give it five minutes if they don't if he doesn't hear anything from Anya he's taking the documents back to Adam Yeah. While this conversation is going on, you <laughs> Anya, as you swing open this door, you're not quite ready for what you see. From this what looks like a lab quite similar to um, what you saw in the house above in the middle hanging from a um, hole you see Alakir rope around his neck a knife in his heart blood just slowly a big puddle of blood just underneath him as what's left of his, the blood in his body continues to run down his leg in drip. Holy shit. Holy shit. Keep it together, Anya. Anya will trepidatiously step into the room. As you step into the room, you hear a click as the tile under your foot drops. And I need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Fuck off for a second. I've got, I've got to scroll through the app. Okay, one moment. Okay. A dex saving throw, yeah? And I took that as bomb of efficiency then. Okay, that is a, that is a nineteen all in with my bonus. Just roll down. As you step on that, um, you hear the click, 
and the movement of tiles is you suddenly see in multiple directions of this room bolts fly out the wall you manage to just leak forwards into the ground as you feel a bolt jab into your back in one into the side of your hip is you let out a, a shout in pain the rest yeah, of now you I scream. from the hallway yeah now i scream. You hear... thank you matt i was trying to talk as you the rest of you from the hallway do hear a scream from Anya. And Anya, you take nine points of piercing damage as you fall onto the floor and into the pile of blood. What do the rest of you want to do, though? And I'll come back to you in a second, Anya. Uh, hearing the scream, Amadeus would quickly but quietly make his way into the room that he knows Anya went into trying to find where they are. Edmund would definitely follow. What about you two? Just so I know from my notes. Okay, I'll go as well. That new little go, but he's just gonna stand back and just kind of stare in, like, the fuck. Okay. Um... As Amadeus is the first one to walk in, followed by Edmund, who just sort of pales at the sight. Um, as Riel and Nathaniel, you're the second to come around the corner, is you see Alakir's body hanging from a rope tied to the ceiling with the pool of blood underneath him. And Anya standing up, not only bleeding from her shoulder and her hip, but face to um, stomach drenched in blood. <laughs> Amadeus will kind of hold his hand up so the rest of them don't move. Anya, I am going to assume you did not have time to do this yourself. Anya sort of pulls her hood back. Anya, I am going to ask that you do not move anything. Do not shake any of the blood off of yourself in any way. Anya just narrows her eyes and says, like, Yes, because I had time to, to tie him up, put a knife through his chest, and then fire a gazillion crossbow bolts at me, you arrogant wreck. Anya, I am only making the point that no matter what... I got the point! You... It's in my back! <laughs> Okay, I like that one. It's, yes. It's all over and, me. And now the point is that you are the only suspect in the murder of the mayor as you are in... ...entire scene. And if we are not careful, we'll be seen leaving the site. So maybe at this time... Your jokes and such would maybe be better served waiting for a few moments before we figure out how to save now all of our skins so we do not end up in prison for the rest of our foreseeable lives. As we now have two bodies that can be easily pinned on our rap sheets. Okay, so ideas then please, if I've got to stand here for the rest of my eternity. Ah, 
Nathaniel just kind of shrugs and goes, I mean, the mayor's... His suitcase is packed upstairs. He's clearly, like, about to leave. Apart from getting what information we need, why do people need to know the mayor's dead? Leave his body for the wilds. Uh, roll me a investigation check. That is a natural 20, so that is a 27. Nice. Okay, so thing not a lot stands out. Like you see, um, you see, um, just tools used to um, cut the rope to the right length and torture equipment. You see a torture bench in the corner, which is where you're guessing that some of the work for whatever Alakir was taking the people to do took place. Um, but you just because of a natural 20 because I was going to ask for a minimum of a 20 for this to appear you do catch in the flash of light from the storm through the um, small window of this room you see right in the corner a scrunched up piece of paper uh, I will look at once again. Anya, uh, may I ask a favor? Yes. You said you are use of Mayhem, correct? I I do. Yes. Could Could you please retrieve that piece of paper for me, so we do not need to walk across the room? How far away is it, DM? Oh, this room's only like. 20 by 20, so Mage Hand would reach it. Okay, cool. Then I shall happily retrieve the uh, piece of paper and I float it over to Armadeus. Uh, I will look at said piece of paper. As the um, Mage Hand unscrunches it. Um... There's no dates, there's no signatures. No fancy signature anyway. But all it says was all it says is your end of the bargain was not kept up. Punishment awaits for this. That's all it says. Judging by the dampness of the paper, you reckon it's been here for a few days? This note isn't this note isn't by any means fresh out of the post this morning. It's been sat in this corner for a, a few days or so, as this room is quite damp. Uh it might be a little gross, but I will take said note and uh, put it in my bag just in case it comes up later but then uh looking back at everyone well i guess it is time that we try and clean this place up and uh you two said you knew where the suitcase was so if one of you wish to retrieve that 
I guess it is best if we work as quickly as possible to clean this up and take this body and suitcase out the back door. Why would we remove the suitcase? Isn't that indicative of him making a runner for it? If he was making a runner, would he not take his suitcase with him? If you were well, to run... show it half-packed, then maybe he didn't have time and took what limited stuff he had. There's no money in it now, so... I just worry that a suitcase left behind would raise more questions than would give good answers, but... Once again, I am not well versed in the art of covering up a murder, as some would say, so this is a first time for everything. Mm, whatever. I can carry the body if someone can carry the suitcase. Can I move yet? Oh, yes, I apologize, Anya. Thank you. Maybe. A shower. I haven't got, believe it or not, I don't have presentation, so could someone help me out here? They do. Looks at the entire party, really none of my magic. I'm magic, I just don't have it. <laughs> I'll use it. Aww. <laughs> As we're yeah. starting to feel a slight bit of pity for the stroppy woman in the blood puddle. Appreciate. Thank you. Just melts off pretty much. It it cleans up the excess, so like you're not dripping anymore. But your um clothing is a little stained. Gonna need it's gonna need a wash. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted Chad a minute ago. Oh no! Totally good. I have nothing to say. <laughs> 15th of January, 2023, Chad admits he has nothing to say. It's the first time ever. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Matt's got fucking jokes today. Just thinks he's a fucking hilarious jokey jokester over here. What the f- wine since 11 a.m.? I'm not. he shouldn't be. Day drinking, very classy. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing. Hey! <laughs> oh no. Oh yes. Oh no! Carry it the alcohol at 2 p.m. Hey, when in Rome! I should be, not should, in be Rome. should be destroyed. Should be absolutely ruined after our first sip. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had a perfectly nice tipsy conversation the other night. Mm. We spent New Year's Eve getting half cut and just talked about everything in the world. It was great. <laughs> So yeah, Anya will step out of will step out of the room as best she can, avoid the rest of the blood. Um, what about the room in general, though? Um, I mean, is it what is the room meant to serve as? GM, is a it meant to chamber. is it meant to serve the torture chamber itself? Or yeah, you can you can see. Now that like the initial shock of the um, hanging corpse is over, you can mm. see um, a workbench in against the back left wall. You can see a um, table with a person would clearly get strapped to. It's quite clearly a torture chamber. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, cool. 
Right. And this is off of the diner. Wow. So, yeah, so it was clearly booby trapped. Um, wait, is there any other, is there any other like, doors slash exits from this room that are visible? From this room that you can see, you can maybe an investigation check if you want to... I'm going, uh, I'm going to because I want to try and find any hidden doors or things. Okay. Good to see. It's an investigation, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So you have five all in. No, it was yeah. not a one. <laughs> you you start looking around and um if anyone has to just put his hand out to stop you as you're about to step in the blood puddle again. Right, um Nathaniel's gonna take off his shoes and socks. Because my boy wears boots. Then he's gonna step into the room and unhook Alakir's corpse from the rafters. Yeah. Uh just make me a strength check, is your is because we'll call it athletics. Just as obviously you're reaching up over this puddle of blood above him to untie him and catch him before he drops into it. Uh, 21. <laughs> 21. Yeah. You do manage to just get the knot to come out and grab him as he like starts to tumble towards the blood. Kind of arrange him into like a fireman's carry on my shoulder with the knife still holding the wound shut. And then I kind of step into my shoes again. So I don't leave bloody footprints all over the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm going to go find a pack of wolves to give this to. Someone want to bring the suitcase? <laughs> that suitcase. As you say that, Asriel comes back in the room holding the suitcase. Right, the back door is out of the kitchen. It uh, leads to the back garden. It does not seem that that back area is guarded at all. We should be able to leave with the cover of the storm unnoticed. It might take a little while just because I'm going to go a little further just so an initial search wouldn't find it. Yes, of course. I do have one other thought that we might need to consider. Mm -hmm. The guard that we put to sleep will have questions about uh, the bard that they saw. I leave that in your capable hands and walk out the back door. Well, I suppose what is one more body? Uh, Amadeus, just make me an intelligence check, please. Oh shit, that is another natural 20. I'm keeping this die out. Uh, so, that's a 23. Um, you're, given, given the, your background, where you grew up, what kind of property you came from, your parents' wealth, etc, etc, it occurs, now that the initial, initial, initial shock is over from the scene, it occurs to you that this is probably this area should have a false wall as you step out the doorway and it because like your parents house 
had plenty of them. Especially for your father's office. And you notice, as you take a gander, you notice on the left-hand wall, there is a um, slider for a false wall. So, while it seemed unusual that this torture chamber was in the dining room, it now makes perfect sense, because there is a false wall that can be, that you notice, realize can be slid along. So I can close this room behind us as we exit, you're saying? Yeah. You, you're, given your background and where you grew up in, you would uh, probably spot spotted that out. Well, given the nature of this room, I do actually believe after further thought, we do not worry about cleaning it at all. As you slide this wall along, it locks at the other end, and as you look back at you, it looks like the room should never have been there. It looks like this looks like the wall of the house. That's insane. Whoever commissioned a torch chamber in is just sick. Yes, well, we can debate the value of a torture chamber or the morality of one who has one at a later date. I believe it's time that we make a hasty escape. Yes, uh, I think we. I think we should. I will go and handle the guard out front to make sure that we do not have to worry about any loose ends, as we would call them. And uh, with Nathaniel handling the body and Azrael handling the suitcase, would lead everyone out through the kitchen, out through the back garden gate. Okay. So the two, so Azrael and Nathaniel are heading into the forest. How far are you looking to take the body and suitcase? Normal sentence. Well, Nathaniel's looking for signs of any carnivore den really being nearby. Because he's um, just kind of going to leave it to the wolves to have. You or bears. About or ten minutes away yeah. from the property. About ten minutes away from the property, you do find through this forest. You do find a um, ditch where you see a tunnel. That looks large enough that wolves would live in. But it is somewhat silent because of the stormy weather and winds. Well, ditch. Kind of like hoik him off my back into the pit. I take the knife and I kind of wipe it clean on like a leaf. And I'll have that, that's mine now. <laughs> Wolves can't eat it. It's kind of um, up to Azrael where they want to yeet the suitcase. Azrael would kind of open it and like spray the contents everywhere just because then it looks like he was attacked by wolves. How unfortunate for him. Oh no. Oh That's no. Poor unfortunate souls. Dead in a ditch. Uh, as those two go off, 
Uh, Amadeus, once again, would look at Anya. I would suggest that you make your way back to town quickly and quietly. Uh, once again, I will go and handle the guard myself. Okay. If you're sure. Um, I'm pretty sure the guard is still tied up. Yes, I know. I did the dying up. And uh, with saying that, Amadeus would uh, look one more time. Good luck, Anya. And that would uh, sneak his way back through around the forest to make his way back around to the front where the guard is. As you do approach the guard, you do see him like sat up angrily trying to loosen the knots around his legs and arms. Uh, Amadeus would uh, uh, sneak up to him and uh, would go right up into his front. Okay, now I am going to tell you that you are not going to survive this evening and that your life is now forfeit. But I am going to ask you if you have a family that I promise you, I know this is not your fault and you are probably a good man. So I will tell you, if you give me the name of your family, I will make sure that they are taken care of. Because I, though I must take your life, I do not feel good doing it, as you did me no harm. But the loose ends must be cut off, and there can be no trace of us being here this evening. Do you I'm understand just, what I'm I am just... saying to you? I'm just going to roll... Let's call this... I'm just going to roll him a wisdom saving throw. Well, because... First he gets knocked out in the middle of the dark cold storm. And as he wakes up, he's tied up. And then someone in the dark has just walked up to him and told him he's about to die. So... I'll roll that disability. I, I think he didn't know anything! That, that's he saw your face. Oh, I don't know. Um, as he looks up at you, he starts to mumble as his, his like tears start to run from his eyes, and it looks like he's about to scream. I am going to tell you, if you scream, I will not take care of your family. You must <laughs> need... <laughs> Stay calm and give me their names, and I promise they will be well taken care of. At this point, he, at this point, he takes a breath back in and tries to let out a scream. Uh, before he can scream, uh, my walking stick rapier, I stab him directly through the neck. And see, there's just a small crackle of a scream as he doesn't quite get to let it out as you just put it through his neck and he slumps I do wish this could have gone differently uh, I will then though uh, clean the rapier real quick and I will take a moment to I'll drag the body a good probably like 10-15 feet uh, into the forest in the storm and everything like that the blood won't matter and some kind of predator will take care of this in the night I'm sure 
Now the question is, dude, does this because obviously I keep track of the kit of the kill counter in this campaign. So does Anya get that kill or does Amadeus? Because Anya technically Amadeus gets cool. that kill. Fucking hell. Anya no, no. put me sleep and he had woken up again. You said you woke up to him, so that's why you do you were there. But I yeah, about right. I woke up to him. Yes, you did. Oh, Reg oh. anyway, regard regardless of even though it's technically Anya's fault that the innocent guy had to die, um, as Nathaniel in you could have just bribed that, him, but no, let's stab the guy. I could have persuaded him. I have stabbed this. If he was bribable one time, he's bribable again by someone else with a more amount of money. So forever. Right now, I do also want to point out that a man coming up to you in the middle of a storm, crouching next to you, telling you that you're going to die, and then demanding the name of your family so they can be taken care of, is literally a mob boss. <laughs> Trying to help the guy out. He was innocent. We thought you were going to kill them in their beds. <laughs> Once again, did you do you want to go down for the murder of the mayor? All right. I don't there's... care. <laughs> well, I, I care. I don't want to go to prison for the murder of the mayor. I wouldn't. Just leave town. Done. <laughs> oh, they'll come after us. Not anymore. No loose ends. No loose ends. Uh, but then after that, yes, Amadeus would make his way uh, stealthily back into town after putting the body into the forest, probably throwing some, like, you know, shrubbery over it. Okay, given, given everything that happened, it doesn't take you too much longer to catch up to where um, Anya was in... Nathaniel in Azriel, I specifically know Azriel does have more movement because of racial features. The two of you with being more outdoorsy in general do catch up to them as well as you get pretty close to the house. But um, the four of you re more or less reunite about a street down from where Adam lives. Anya, do you have, like, a jacket or something? <laughs> You're covered in blood still. Um, yes. Uh, no, I haven't... Uh, what Amadeus will... I came out in? Amadeus will take his suit jacket off and hand it to Anya. Thank yeah. you. You are very welcome. I will, uh... I have to have a shower at home. Yes, don't mm. worry. You can keep the jacket. I... I do not think those stains will come out after you wear it, so consider it a gift. Thank you, I feel honoured. There's a few herbs you can mix that make a very good stain remover. Oh, I appreciate I don't know it. if they're local to this area. Okay, yeah, I, I appreciate that, thank you. Well, after we deliver this information to Adam and Tell him of our exploits. Maybe we can do that then, Nathaniel. That would be quite wonderful. Yes, we'll come into the woods. That's not ominous at all. That's Caitlin speaking, not Nathaniel. Nathaniel, do you need him to stay? 
We have a spare room at ours that you need somewhere to stay. I'm renting a room at the moment. Okay, well, so. I'm not planning on sticking around, so. Oh, well, of course, if you wanted somewhere to stay. So. The thought is appreciated, but I don't like society. <laughs> Do you seem perfectly charming? I prefer the forests. That's fair. Mm. Do you think Adam's awake? Doing fine, I guess. Knock, knock, motherfucker. Turns loot round. So you um, knock on the door before your hand can hit the door the second time. The door just swings open with high speed as um, Codsphere is there. <laughs> hey, you're back! Welcome. I hope you had a good time. I'm covered in blood. Oh yes, how preposterous. Terrible it, weather we're having. It is not my own. Please, can it's I use... weather we're having, by the way. Please, can I use... It's your... not yours. Would you like me to report it to the guards? I, I can would... have that sorted immediately for you. I would very much like a shower. That is all. The shower. Yes. Add in word to add in word to mental dictionary. Please come inside. Adam wishes to see you on your return. Oh great. And have a bath later. Yeah, I know. We'll just stand in the rain for long enough. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Anyway, go. Is he in the same room as last time? As you all step in, Godsphere shuts the door behind him, and the house is in darkness apart from the um, room to the left of the door, where it's opening, you see um, lights from. Adam? Yep, in here. I hold the door open. Um, as you guys head to that door, um, for Anya and um, Nathaniel, you see Adam in this um, youngish-looking guy, mid-twenties, quite smart. His, um, he has black hair slipped back and a little bit of stubble in quite a nice blue tunic, who the other, who Edmund and the other two will recognise as Luen, the one who they helped during the attack. But um, Ad, as Adam sees you, please, I have a seat. It's been quite an evening. And you will clock the new guy and will walk up to him offering her hand. Lady Anya Irons. Um, Lu, Lu, Luen, um, writer for the, oh God, what kind of evening is it? Sorry, my lady, my bad. That's writer a... for the Teldoras News. Oh, no, okay. uh, you're the publisher. Yes. Single? Um, I... Yes, but anyway. <laughs> Don't look um, like you're was... from anyone else in the call. <laughs> <laughs> 
yes, I, disappointment. I was helped by um, your good friends this evening. I Alakir would have killed me if it wasn't for them. Yes, well, he's dead, so. The, as you say that, Luen looks a little shocked and Adam seems to, like, bolt up. Dead? You mean, what? He wasn't able to bring... You had to kill him, I'm guessing, then. No, Anya stumbled upon him in a... What's the word? Torture chamber? Hung from the rafters and stabbed. And it clearly wasn't suicide. Well, that's what a knife wound indicates. This is true. Alright, that changes a lot. The evidence, at least. The paperwork that was recovered originally. Did he have that to hand? Oh, yeah. And he, like, swings his backpack around, digs in, pulls out the thing. This stuff... From last time it was in a suitcase that obviously he never got to take with him thank you he, he passes the paperwork to Luen who starts scouting for it I'm a quick writer and let's be honest I don't think I can sleep after the evening I've had so I should be able to, I should have this printed in ready to distribute by the morning right okay thank you Luen you're welcome to stay here. Keep you safe. As for the rest of you, I appreciate everything you've done. This is meant a lot. And quite frankly, without your persistence or skills, it wouldn't have been achievable. As agreed, you will be paid for this, but given the setback we had, I haven't had time to have that drawn out yet, so I'd say come here tomorrow, but I have a feeling that the town is going to be a bit of a riot tomorrow when this news hits the paper, so I would lay low a couple days. I'll have Pierre cover your rent for your rooms for the rest of the week. And if you come back here in two, maybe three days' time, we'll I'll have the money sorted. With a little bit extra for all the extra you've done. After all, this has gone a fair bit on what was agreed. I have no problems with this agreement. I do not know for the rest of the group if this works for you, but I will wait a few days and I am staying at uh, the Flying Island. What's going Floating on an island. In. Floating island, sorry. I was close. Ah, yes. Pierre lives there. Pierre runs it. He's a good guy. I'll have him cover it for... I'll have the rooms covered for you, so don't worry about having to foot the money for that. Don't worry about maintaining my room. I'm going to go rural for the few days. Yeah, that's fine. I understand. As for the next few nights, I would, I would definitely lay low as 
crowds oh, are going to go pretty wild when they hear about this, and I imagine a lot of Alakir's assets in the city are going to be no more in the next couple of days. I better tell Pierre I can't perform in a couple of nights then. I, I would suggest that you maintain your general day-to-day life. You do not wish to arise any suspicion by changing your activities. Very well. Unless you, unless you are very close to the mayor and his disappearance or his downfall would cause you great sadness and cause you to miss your performances, I would suggest that you take the stage. The show must go on, as they say. Well, um, when you put it like that, thank you, Amadeus. I will take my leave of you all. I will speak with you all in a few days. I must do some work on my own front. I do thank you all and uh, look forward to working with you all in the future. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling we'll be working together a lot more. Oh, yay. Hey. Asriel and Cicero are cinnamon rolls. Yes, they are. Asriel is also right here. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was defending you. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Amadeus will give a kind of very... Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Dramatic, grand, grand dramatic, grand uh, exit bow before uh, turning and making his way back out of Adam's place and making his way back to the floating island, knowing that we shouldn't all leave in a group once again. Anya will wait for um to be the last one to leave so she can uh, so she can uh, talk. More to Lewin. Okay, what do you want to say to him? You can see him um, making notes of the documents that he's looking at. And can you drink sometime? I must admit, you're fairly easy on the eyes. Um, maybe not so much when you're covered in blood, ma'am. Um, well, should you. Um... Well, should you wish to uh, any point? And at this point, uh, she casts illusory script on a piece of parchment and uh, leaves her ad- and gives it to him um, with her address on. Only he can see it. I'm available until early evening most days. I have a form at the Floating Island. Before that, you can find me there. She pulls the hood up. Farewell. And then thought without the room. Trying to start off the blood of death if possible. Daniel's eyebrows are through the roof. <laughs> is this what happens to people when they hit adulthood? Maybe it's a human thing? You know, I had a load of those textbooks growing up and they never said humans just have this overwhelming desire to try and procreate with anything with a pulse. Well, the textbooks aren't always accurate, it seems. I just want to, for the record, I'm not shaming her for it, I'm just... I know. It's, 
Insane behaviour. <laughs> yeah. And there is not quite all together there. That's funny to me. I was under the impression we don't slut shame at D&J anyway, so... We do not. Everyone knows their truth and all that. You want to bang people? Bang people. Just bang them away from me. As long as everyone is in the banging area is consenting. In the banging area is, is consenting and contained. Exactly. Because not everyone in public is going to consent. This is important, kids. Lessons in consent from Gary and Caitlin. <laughs> so, Nathaniel will kind of glance around the room and say, I'm going to go rural, but I'll come into town. I'll come into town in the afternoons if people need to grab me. It's not like I'm not distinctive, he says, shrugging his wings. Don't get murdered. I've been out this a long time. I will, I'll be fine. As he gives you a small smile. Good luck with your grandma, Azriel. Azriel does thumbs up and then tries to copy Amadeus's bow on the way out. <laughs> Nathaniel would bow, but he'd probably hit his head on the way back up because height is difficult. Or too top heavy and he'd just go dink. <laughs> yeah, his wings up and he'd just go, ah! <laughs> oh no. Hmm, I regret. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to the woods. So the as we continue into the early hours, um, Azriel, as you return, Cicero joined you recently after leaving the mansion. Um you find that the um door is unlocked to your place as obviously you were still out. It's quiet. You think um, your grandma wasn't able to stay up that late as you do walk past the um, counter with a single note sat there saying, we will talk in the morning, Azriel. Oh dear. Um, Azriel will go up to their room, but sort of do their best to check that, you know, grandma's still there and not been taken. Even though she's not a human. You, you can hear a gentle snoring coming from her room. See, I told you about my snores. They whisper to Azrael. As they whisper to Cicero. But yeah, they'll just go to bed then, I guess. As you settle in for the evening. I need everyone to turn off their cameras apart from Kerry, please. Azriel, as you close your eyes and drift off to sleep in the early hours of the morning, you find yourself in your normal... the, norm, the normality of sleep. Just the dark silence, comfortable, quiet, nothing to see or hear, until you feel the cold, rough ground on your back and a sharp amount of light hitting your face as you wince and wake up, 
as you find yourself on the floor you sit up and look around you is you see this most beautiful view in front of you a forest of wild trees and different color plants animals you've never seen before and then as it settles some of them do suddenly seem familiar you touch your shoulders but Cicero's not here trying to work out exactly what's going on you um, walk up to the edge where Some, when you realize just how high up you are hundreds of feet into the air you even see yourself above some clouds yes you look behind you and you see a beautiful altar and just above the altar about 20 foot higher you see a glowing orb that almost represents the very sun in the sky glowing in a gentle hum that comes from it. Right closer to the altar. As you step closer to the altar, your footsteps, despite being what seems to be outside, they echo along the floor. As you approach this altar, you find this pedestal right in the middle and at this point you seem to lose control of your body is without even thinking you just reach out your arm to touch it voices in your head just begging you to use it you can't seem to get that idea not out as you reach forward and touch it there's a flash of white light that encompasses everything around you is you feel yourself floating for every for everything comes back to you and you find yourself in a dark dead mountainous forest the sky above you gray and foggy and absolutely silent other than the heavy breathing of a beast that seems to come from all directions but is hidden by the shadows. I move at all. You take a step forward in. You seem to have control again. I'll just start walking through this forest then. As you start to make this your way through this forest, you hear the footsteps of this creature, but they appear to be coming from all directions. No matter what way you look and listen, it sounds like it's coming from all directions. As you look behind you once again, as it suddenly sounds like it's closer behind you, you turn round and the trees are gone as behind you is just encompassed in shadows. You turn around again to the way you were going. In the blink of an eye, 
you find yourself in front of a cave with these glowing cyan eyes in front of you in the hot smelly breath of a creature as it breathes in lowers its head to look down at you from the shadows as you hear like tense movement from the ground and before you have time to react it lunges as everything goes dark (laughs) 